Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Hofford here, and uh, it is rainy and wet here in Pensacola, and we are in Business Radio X studios downtown. I've got uh, Mr. Bear <laughs> here in the studio with me, and uh, uh, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with me for a little. We've Thanks been talking for, for like an hour before we even started the show, so um, we're here to talk about uh, uh, art, vacation artfully, uh, Ace, right? Because right. obviously that's the driving force behind it, and really just um, some pretty interesting stuff in the in the culture and historic and arts aspect i think here in pensacola and sort of the boom that i, I think is happening if that's even the proper term for it i you, think that one works boom boom the will boom. work yeah <laughs> so all right so for those that don't yeah there you go there you go so for those that don't know what's going on or, or who you are and let's just give me the, the brief overview well i have <laughs> i wear two many different hats so uh in today's today's hat i am the uh, founder of ace which is the local arts agency Agency ACE is an acronym for Art, Culture, and Entertainment Inc. We're the local arts agency for Scambia County, and what we do is try to give uh, funding to different arts and cultural organizations right. through grants, and we also do some cultural tourism programs. Which is okay. So, what's cultural tourism? Like, this is so, a new thing, okay, right? Okay. So, cultural tourism. Well, it's not really new, but maybe new to our area. Yeah. So we've because we've always had this wonderful natural resource. The you know the uh, beach that yeah. we have here. That was it. You came trips. here for the sand. You There's came nothing here for else. The sand and, <laughs> and, and and it's been huge. For, I mean, it's a huge sure. impact for our economy here and creates a lot of jobs. Obviously, service areas, uh, and so that tourism is sort of on a bell curve. And so what yeah. we want to do is create a year-round tourism market, and arts and culture can help drive that. Yeah, because we learned real quick what happens when oil ends up on the beach or when when the season ends i mean it's a it's it's scraping yep sometimes yeah so when you have natural or man-made disasters like a hurricane or an oil <laughs> spill and you depend on your beach for economic development and tourism uh you obviously see it just disappear and yeah we've been very fortunate since then that it's just grown extremely well and we're just trying to diversify who those tourists are so we're not dependent on the beach yeah I think it, we're finally uh, uh, this year. I'm already seeing it this year and last year. The economy is finally getting back to, I think, where it was before the oil hit, if not a little bit better. Yeah, so. tourism's up since before. It was yeah, better, so it's really good. But there's so much more here. There is so much. I more have here. to give this speech like every day, man. There's like, they're like, "What do you guys do? You just hang on the beach all day?" I'm like, "Man, there's so much here. I, I can't even keep track of it all." So, um, between the art, between the history, between the culture. The tech, the business booms that's happening, the entrepreneur stuff. I mean, you can't be in a better place right now. No. Pensacola is a great place to be. Scambia County is just, yeah. it's crazy right now. So what made you start all of this stuff? Like, you just, you like to throw paint against the wall? and Well, sometimes. But do, do you paint? Do you do any kind of art or anything? Uh, well, I play music. I'm a drummer. Okay. Well, oh, a there hack. it is. I'm there it hack. is. I'm not a drummer. I'm a hack. I'm all right, a we got a drummer and a bass player in the same room, and we haven't started playing yet, man. What's up? Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, because I just like to make noise. Yeah, right. Hey, so, me too. So well, we have other people in the building too, so that they won't like it. It's <laughs> no. too early. So, uh, no, I'm not an artist, but I, I'm very involved in the arts and cultural sure. community. I have been through this throughout the entire state of Florida. I was on the Florida Arts Council. We used to have a local arts agency here uh, for about 40 years, the Arts Council of Northwest Florida. Mm -hmm. I was on that board. They did a lot of great work. Uh, it shut down about eight, nine years ago, and they 
there was a niche for local arts agency that's right. very important to support all the programming organizations. Yeah. So a group of people who understood and recognized the need for it and saw the void that was being created uh, by that shutter uh, decided to start ACE um, and just let started it, let it, it go, huh? Let it go. I mean, what we started as uh, was just to do general operating grants. Yeah. Lobby the city and county uh, and state for some funding and pass it through 100%, you know, without staff, just volunteer group, pass yeah. it through as, as grants. And uh, it really kind of brought that arts and cultural and, her, you know, historic preservation mm -hmm. and, and entertainment community back together where they were working together, collaborating, and, yeah. and really strengthening their programs and their organizations financially, professionally. And so we're sort of a... You're like, a, like a voice and a broker all at the same time kind of thing. Yeah, so the the former one of the former Arts Council Northwest Florida directors used to say, we're sort of a chamber of commerce meets United Way for the arts. Right. So we, through our grant program, uh, we're obviously doing like a United Way where we're right. giving some funding out to help support their programs. But the way we wrote our grant program was to help them focus on business-specific things so right. they strengthen their organizations. And so in our grant review process, we don't measure their artistic value because sure. that's you know, arts in the eye of the beholder. Right. So we said, let's be more objective. Let's measure them on their management uh, and expertise and financial uh, planning, et cetera. And if they're str strong financial organizations that are well-managed, their programs will be successful as well, and they'll be stronger and, and do well. So, so And that's good because you level the playing field yep. for the most part, you know, and um, – Let's face it, all, uh, artists, uh, we're not always the best business people. <laughs> no. no, and that's, well, and so that's part of what we try to do is, and our board is really, uh, it's not made up of a bunch of uh, artists. They're, right. Their board members, I mean, our board members are business people, lawyers, accountants, yeah. et cetera, that. Smarter people than me, man. I, I mean, uh, I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we try to help support them, and we did that through these grants, and all of a sudden this this community just got, of arts and cultural yeah. and entertainment organizations got really strong and, and had great programs. And so we decided it's time to open the kimono and show the rest of the world what we've got here, yeah. you know, culturally. And yeah. so we created Fufu Fest that happens. Which is uh, brilliant. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's I, I got I to explain the name every once in a while, <laughs> but but once they once they get past the, the name, then they realize what it is, and it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and they don't forget the name. Exactly. It is sticky. <laughs> yeah. as, that yeah. was what it's our committee It's just said. there for you to remember what it's called. <laughs> exactly. We want you to come here. It's not. Yeah. So, so okay, so how, so Ace has been together for how long? Uh, about nine years, I Okay, believe. and Fufu Vest, you've done for how many? Uh, we're, we're starting the progress on, uh, process on our fifth year. Uh, fi so wow, five. Okay, cool. successful years. Okay, so what? What are you doing this year? Do you do you know yet? Do you, we don't know yet. Okay. We don't do it. We do. I can tell you what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing yeah, advertising do? and marketing. There you go. Uh, the we just opened the application process for uh, for the grants mm -hmm. for the programs in uh, two weeks ago, and so we're starting that process that process now. Okay. We're going to have a meeting I think next week, next Thursday, for arts and cultural organization or any organization really right. because that want to do the type of programs that we do during Fufu Fest. We want to bring those programs, apply for funding uh, to and help go them do it. to do it. Yeah. So can you, but can you bring a program that's maybe not on your list? I mean, can we, is it like a time to submit ideas or is it a time to really get in line and see who can compete for 
the, the ideas that are already there? So, no, it's a, you bring your ideas okay. and you apply for the grant. And you Which makes it different every year. We, it makes it different yeah. every single year. So we don't create any of the programs. Uh, we dependent on different groups to yeah. come bring those ideas to us that they think will be impactful for the community, help drive the tourists. Uh, they collaborate with others, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And so, so last year's was really, I thought, I thought the things that stood out to me the most, the painting of the big blocks. Cubes. The cubes. Totally. Was awesome. Hashtag co- totally cubular. Yeah, that's it. was cool. The umbrellas obviously hanging down the street. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I think this year the biggest thing I got out of it was this, like, this unity thing. This, this, the community was like, it was everybody. It didn't feel like, oh, well, that's just going on over there, or, or what is this? Or I mean, there was some, um, I don't even know what the term is, but I'm sure some marketing guru can tell me, but it's it, it was cohesive. That's what it was. Hey, that's a good word. Yeah, it was cohesive. It, uh, yeah, so we it took a couple of years to try to explain what Fufu Fest was. Yeah. People, unfortunately, still don't quite understand, uh, but most of the people have gotten it, that it's not a fenced-off festival of you yeah. know, like a ticketed yeah. event where you come to, because people still call, leave a voicemail asking where the event is, yeah. how they <laughs> Do buy I need tickets, tickets? <laughs> can I be a vendor, you know, those sort of things. But uh, most people understood it's it's not about what we're doing. It's the campaign to highlight all these wonderful cultural yeah. things that are going on in our community that make us a better community. And if we are more happy with where we live, it's more attractive to people to visit. Yeah. Yeah. So we market that, and people finally get it. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't been here yet, you should get here just because, just trust us, right? But then, now you're doing all this kind of cool stuff, and then, so then they get here, and you're hooked. I mean, I was hooked, you get hooked before, even without some of this stuff. Now it's like, okay, there's there's all the, the beaches, there's the, the art and the history, but there's stuff to do. There's right? a lot of I stuff to do. I don't just have to sit on, I don't just have to sit on the beach, or I don't just come to see the Blue Angels fly. I mean, there's stuff to do. I feel like... I feel like we can compete with other cities, right? And start really kind of being proud. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing. We've, I mean, really, I mean, we've got a vibrant downtown. Mm-hmm. We've got wonderful restaurants and, and local business shops. We've got this unbelievable, one of the most beautiful beaches in the entire world. I think it probably is in the top three. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that can be our hook. But while you're here, come check <laughs> we're out. We're going to suck culture. you in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you see what else we've got, you're yeah. going to come back different times you're going to come back for the summer for the you know for the beach you may come in the fall for the beach and for the blue angels yeah. or and or you know the symphony or the museum's exhibition yep etc i mean it's it's i've noticed um, um the other thing that's been coming out a lot this well with fufu last year and, and even just in general here in the town was the history of like the music and the the blues and the chitlin circuit and, the, and that kind of artistic and cultural stuff I'm seeing a lot more of over the last couple of months. I, I got a feeling it's going to be a larger influence sort of moving forward. Um, obviously, we're here in the middle of Belmont and DeVillers, so I, I think maybe I get it a, more, a little bit more than the rest of the people do. But when you start doing some history and some research, man, there's some pretty cool cats that came through here. You know, as a drummer, you should appreciate. Right. There are you know? some really great, yeah, through, I mean, the Belmont DeVillers area yeah. at the Bunny Club and, and all those places. There were some really cool, yeah. you know. Oh, Axe, BB King, and, yeah. and just like, and they would play these like dirt floor, you know. It was like it was like it was like the night owl. It was yep. like the five dollar yeah. show, right? Well, and so that it's funny you brought up the night owl. So the Pensacola Museum of Art is doing an exhibit this summer on punk rock. Yeah, on punk all the punk rock music scene. See that stack of papers right there? Yep. I'm contributing to it. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. So they've they're gonna 
and they're working with some folks through the university to try to bring in like all the zine writers mm-hmm. and do workshops. T.T. Wentworth is also going to be doing something that extends from that summer period into the fall. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I've been talking to them about considering what they might do to follow that up and sort of climax during Fufu Fest yeah. and be like a really cool event D- with bands. Punk Fest. And, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, on, like 92 to 99. Yeah. Yes. Punk Fest. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so, okay, so what is Vacation Artfully? How is it? Because it seems to be almost a separate entity to an extent. So how does it work? So Vacation Artfully is the next step in our sort of maturity. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure where we're going, but <laughs> this is our next step. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, we don't do any events. We did uh, We did the grants, which helped strengthen the arts and cultural organizations yeah. and, and have, you know, and they're all collaborating and doing great work here. We took this period of time in November where cultural tourists like to travel. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing else really going on in our community. Culturally, it's uh, the weather is good, but it's too maybe a little bit too cool to be laying on the beach. Yeah. And so uh, we take those 12 days during November for Fufu Fest yeah. to highlight all those things. And then where do we go from there? So Vacation Artfully is the next step. So what we wanted to do was just turn it into a year-round cultural marketing yeah. campaign, tourism marketing campaign, where it's sort of two pieces. One is it starts ramping up around this time of year, May, into November for Fufu Fest. Right. And then as soon as Fufu Fest is over, Vacation Artfully picks up. It's just a cultural tourism marketing campaign to try to bring people here to see all those different events that are going yeah. on during the winter, spring time period. Yeah. So and from December to May. Which, which is a lot, right? I mean, it's there's a there's a whole bunch going on. There's um, a lot. Uh, some of those things are, and I'm drawing a blank right the second after I just said a lot, but... Um, you know, first of all, there's a couple of the the arts things start to come through. Um, obviously, end of February, beginning of March, um, January. I, I for me, that's like that's the only month it's ever cold here, right? Right. So Christmas is usually in shorts, um, <laughs> but you've got you get all the all the symphony starts over, all the the ballet starts over, and so you start getting a lot of the new influx of. I mean, I guess as the year turns over to the next, you know, it's 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 all the new stuff, but you don't. Unless you unless you were here and you were living here and really paying attention, you didn't you didn't see that side of it, right? Right. Now I see it. I was in New Orleans the other day and you could see it. Somebody had a uh, there was one of I want to say it was a it was an advertisement for just some of the stuff up and down the coast, and we were on there with with ballet and, and symphony. And all. I was like, oh, look at us moving up <laughs> in the world. Well, you know, you we know? for the longest time we've had. I mean, forever, really. We. I shouldn't say forever. That's long, <laughs> for a while. Long time. <laughs> uh, for a long time, we've had uh, a symphony, a mm-hmm. professional symphony, a professional ballet, professional opera, mm-hmm. uh, an accredited museum, and we've got local theater. So we've got the big five. And for a long time, we were the only one from New Orleans all the way to like Tampa yeah. uh, along the Gulf Coast. Now Mobile's got museum and Tallahassee has uh, accredited museum and they've got their their groups. But, but we have all five, of, right. you know, the big five. Plus, so many more with the children's chorus, and the, we've got the Naval Aviation Museum, which is a huge, yeah, huge museum that is just unbelievable. If you're in the with military. the memorabilia, is, oh, is crazy. It's crazy. So um, we did a little bit of the uh, we tried to do the Trader John Kickstart yep. thing, uh, telling the documentary from I see your bobblehead over from there. the uh, from the patron side. Mm-hmm. We didn't get the funding that we wanted, but we got to see some of the other memorabilia that that he's had, and so you. you 
it's still sitting in the in the warehouse. It's, I think it's like four of those big storage units full of whatever they couldn't fit into the TT Wentworth. It's he, amazing, he, man. He had a lot of stuff. Between that and the Navy Museum, I mean, there's it's every piece of military memorabilia ever, I think. And I can say that. Right. Ever. <laughs> ever. I, if I'm wrong, I'm ever. wrong, but ever. But um, uh, it's just, it amazes me. It's, it's all here. So you say we got the big five. So what's... Like in the grant, like in the world domination plan, <laughs> like what happens next? What do you do? Like all the dots are here, right? And they're starting to connect. So you just make. How do you maximize it? Well, we continue doing what we're doing, promoting it and bringing people in from outside to see it. Right. Uh, so everybody, we start marketing it in our community a little bit, but marketing to the outside of the community. Yeah. Because a lot of people already know about it here. But not everybody knows about it here. Right. We work with Visit Pensacola a lot, uh, collaborate with them, and you know we mine their data. And their data shows still that our tourists who come here, uh, most of them hear about it through word of mouth. Yeah. So we have to it's let crazy. our community know what's going on so that they can share it with their friends and family yeah. to come here and not stay in their, on their couch or in their spare bedroom, but to stay in our hotels and eat in our restaurants yeah. to it's support true. our community. We just continue putting the word out. And so as long as it continues and we continue to do, you know, positive promotion and all the arts and cultural groups and the community does great programs and we continue to flourish, new yeah. restaurants, new businesses, and everybody does their part, then it just continues to grow. And it and you see you start to see more collaboration among organizations in the community. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. all of a sudden you see us. Some maybe, life brought back into the place. Right. And all of a sudden you start seeing that urban sprawl where we're no longer just a vibrant downtown. We're a vibrant, mm -hmm. you know, entire city. community city. And then yeah. all of a sudden that city becomes the entire county and all the way up to the north end of right. the century. And, and then you get people like Amazon and eBay wanting to move in and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> then, you know, you've made it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so uh, I had a, a friend in town here yesterday. Uh, she was from Atlanta. And so they're all in that big buzz, right? Because they may get Amazon. And and uh, a lot of that stuff's going on there as well. It's becoming this urban sprawl. And it's becoming uh, the whole city's really kind of coming together on, on a community side of things. We don't see it down here, right? Because it's not breaking news or it's not, you know, somebody that's going to make numbers go up. But what she was explaining to me was a lot of the entrepreneurial things that are going on, a lot of the tech stuff that's happening in those areas. And, and also, obviously, the arts and the culture. I mean, you can't. You can't have one without the other, and and it not and it be successful, right? You have to have all of that stuff here, and I think it's here and it's happening, and it's you guys are tying it together very well, right? right? Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I know for a fact is that people can't retain quality employees. You can't if you want to improve the you know the the wage rate, the average wage rate, annual income for a community, mm -hmm. you've got to attract businesses who can afford to pay those. Yeah. And in order to attract them, they have to be able to know that that community can retain their employees. They can attract good ones and retain them here yeah. in the community. We can't just raise our prices? Right. right. <laughs> Which we could. Yeah, right. Uh, but we can't afford that. Yeah. So, uh, so we need to do that. And, and it takes things like arts and culture, I mean, a community of community, yeah. to really – attract and, and retain quality employees and businesses here and um and so it's it's not just a one organization effort it's got to be an entire community yeah it's like a citywide google it is <laughs> you know and like you and i were talking before the this radio show started uh -huh. our community has a bunch of people in this that live here that work hard they're very generous financially yeah. philanthropically but also spend a lot of their time and effort 
to really help grow this community, yeah. support their organ these organizations that are supporting the minority organizations that are the the disadvantaged people, uh, and also the arts and culture mm -hmm. and tourism and business, you know, and small business development and tech. And so we have it all, and it's just getting everybody at a round table and working yeah. together. Or a big, long, rectangular one. Or a long, yeah. rectangular <laughs> one. So, uh, you know, one of the things you always hear um, growing up is that obviously the goal for every generation, and I think this was a pretty standing rule, the goal for every generation was to leave it better than it was for them, right? And I'm, I'm Generation X, so... We were like the forgotten lost, lost children, right? So we and I, and I have a whole talk that I do about this about how we just got we just got beefed, man. When tech was coming out, they didn't have the instruction manuals written yet, so we could, you know, they, the classes weren't there, so we had to learn it all ourselves. If we even got to do, I mean, just totally left in the dirt, like like the big hole, right? The missing link. So, right. but we were the first generation that they were actually saying was not going to be better off than their than our parents, and. A lot of that stuff you hear, and it goes in one ear and out the other. Especially growing up, as a teenager and into your young twenties, you don't you don't care about any of that. We have ki have kids, right? And so, in the last probably six seven years of my life, because my kids are now getting into the teenage, like that stuff starts kind of hitting hitting home. And then watching people around here, like you're saying, do that and do the things like this and put this effort into here, it's like I, we really are, I think, and. I didn't expect it to be as big of a like warm fuzzy feeling as it is, right. <laughs> but it is, and it's working. And and I think I see it more here, obviously, because I'm embedded in it and I live here. But I really think we just we have more of it. I think to really want to make it a better place. Yeah. So I don't have to leave. <laughs> I agree. I agree, and especially now that Generation Xers are parents. Yeah. Many of us. Yeah. You know, we see it as a different. We see it through a different lens, and so I, I think we all. Um, maybe through my eyes, I yeah. see we all uh, care about where we live and care about our kids and want them to stay here. I mean, yeah. everybody, every parent wants their kid to stay close to home. And if there's not an opportunity for them to do that and be successful, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I grew up in a family business. And so I had that. You were already locked down. So I was, well, <laughs> you, were, I had, you weren't leaving if you, even well, if you tried. Fortunately, <laughs> I had an option. Right. Uh, but I was very fortunate that that option was to stay here. Yeah. And, um, and so I have to do my part to carry the carry on that tradition, sure. but also help create this community of, of givers and carers, you know, yeah. people who are willing to work hard and make it a better place. And, and I think, uh, I think the, our generation is really stepping up to the plate. It's, I would agree. You know, it's tough sometimes uh, with the last generation really letting go uh, because they're still doing such great work and they're still, you know, yeah. some of them still have so much energy and have so much resource or access to resource. Yeah. Or the things that they've built are just fantastic they're and fan you, you don't want to have to try to improve it or, or, or not have that in your life. Yep. And so it, it I think it's, Sometimes we have to kind of claw it from their cold, dead hands <laughs> uh, to get access to it. Yeah. But uh, other times it's, you know, just kind of throwing a little elbow and saying, hey, look, your success can't continue if right. you don't let me at the table. And so I see a lot of us doing that today. Uh, and I see, I'm, I mean, unfortunately, I'm in my late 40s, and so I'm starting to see the next generation yeah. come up and do the exact same thing. They're elbowing me, and I think it's great. Uh, Some people get that it scares people sometimes. It does because they're a little bit. I think they're they're younger than we were when, uh, you know, trying to when they're throwing elbows. I agree. I mean, my my fourteen year old is ready to take on a twenty one year old's role, and she does it quite well, and it scares the crap out of me. But 
she's already making some of those uh, mature statements and doing those mature actions of of uh, community and giving back. And, and I'm thinking, man, I was I was worried about just playing music and hanging out with my buddies, you know. And <laughs> she's all like, you know, building city sprawls and 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 figuring out what it's going to be to better for the for the people behind her. I thought, man, this is really cool. So. Yeah, they have access to information. Yes, they do. <laughs> we did not have, and so it's. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, it's kind of a burden, but it's also a blessing. Yeah. For them to have that access, because they know they can see what else is out there that we didn't know without traveling. I want them to travel. Right, sure, but, sure. But they can see experience is everything, right? Right. Um, where, where does um, and I guess this kind of falls into like sort of what's next with Ace and what's next with the vacation, but where does the do you think the power really lies to make the most impact with what your organization can do? Wow. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. That question. was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Write oh, that one down. Play that back. <laughs> hear that question again. So what do you think is, is, um, the most, uh, I guess, greater traits or most powerful, um, aspects of your organization? Like what do you, where do you think you can make the most impact or how do you think you can make, the most impact and if somebody wants to be get interested in like what can they do to help make the most impact um and we may have already answered this yeah, question but you know I, I think it's uh sharing the vision yeah um you know just there are people who have this vision that i have uh they i mean i'm not the only person and i didn't sure. create it uh it's just finding more people who can share that vision and are willing to carry the the torch and, yeah. and keep moving forward, so that succession is very important to me uh, to see it move forward. But continuing that you know that strong ethical effort uh, of doing the next right doing thing. doing the next right thing, yeah. looking at it as what not what I can do for myself, but what I sure. can do for the community. Because I know that when the the tide rises, all boats float. And so, uh, what's good for our overall community are our arts and culture is good for our restaurants and our hotels mm -hmm. and our, you know, and our shops and, uh, and our beer distributors and our radio hosts yeah. and, you know, et cetera. I mean, so it's, it's just trying to get people to carry that load yeah, uh, and just continue to do it. And do for you me to let go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you can sleep at night, right? I it. It's my, I'm going to be calling it from my dead cold. <laughs> that's it. I, well, you know, that just shows that you got some passion about it, right? Yeah. Um, do you find that the story is easily told? Do you, do you, do you find that the vision is easily translated? Um, yes. Yeah? Yes, it's just... So really now it's just getting them here to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, these opportunities, I think I've shared the vision. I mean, I, yeah. we just want to grow our cultural community or use our cultural community to grow the overall community. Yeah. Uh, tourism and arts and culture are a huge catalyst e everywhere. for Everywhere, I mean, development. everywhere, yeah. That's and that's the. I think that's probably been for me the most exciting piece of it is that you can watch um, a, a gallery night or you can watch um, a, a foo foo fest and 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 see it happen from the creative side and, and all the cool things that's going on and then you start putting some of this data behind it that we can now have access to through analytics and Google's and Facebooks and all that and you look at the numbers and it's just like wow yep. who would have thought. I was just painting a picture, man. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, so a couple of weeks ago when we did the announcement of Vacation Artfully, um, we did this press conference, and it was a luncheon, and we had the Secretary of State, Florida Secretary of State, Ken Detzner in town, mm -hmm. and we talked about the economic impact of the arts on the overall state. But we also talked about what it's done for our local community in Escambia County. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we find that 
cultural tourists spend more money per visit. They stay longer uh, and spend more money. Now, unfortunately, hotel rates, because of the way tourism is down and demand mm-hmm. is uh, demand is down, so pricing is down. So they're not, you know, the hoteliers are getting a much lower rate right. for that time of year than they do in the summer because there's less people here. But sure. if we can grow it, hoteliers can make a whole lot then more Then it'll money. stay the same. Restaurants continue to... In, they can stay booked, et cetera. And so people, I mean, it means, arts means real business. Yeah. So if you go to walking out downtown on Friday night on a gallery night or during Fufu Fest and you see the streets are packed, those restaurants are packed. Yep. I, during Fufu Fest last year, I went into one of the restaurants, uh, Doghouse Deli on Palafox Street, and Nathan, the owner, mm-hmm. told me it was the best day they had ever had since they'd been in business. That's crazy. During Fufu Fest. He helped me judge the uh, Culinary Fight Club the other night. I did? Yeah. It was He's pretty cool. Guy. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we've talked about all this cool impact. We've talked about some of those, the, the, how it kind of works and the people that are behind some of this stuff. But what about the artist or the, the if I want to get involved, where do I, what do I do? Well, do I go it, ahead and yell foo-foo? Well, it depends on how you want to get involved. Right. I mean, if you want to do a program, uh, you can go through uh, foofoofest.com. When, when you say program, like explain what that is, like some of the ones that have already happened. So um, so you talked about the Cubes right. last year. There are two local artists, um, Ashton Howard and mm-hmm. Evan Levin, partnered with the University of West Florida and the Pensacola Museum of yep. Art to do the Cubes. So they created these... Um, cubes that are eight by eight <laughs> feet by eight feet yeah. uh, in size and dimension. And they did four of them. And so each one of the vertical sides that were accessible, they mm-hmm. had different artists do murals on each one. So there's four cubes with four sides each, yeah. 16 murals. And it was, it was, so it was four days too, right? And then and they spread it out. Four days where they had, and it was, you could, as a consumer of the art, you mm-hmm. could go watch them, uh, make their art pieces, yeah. paint their murals. Which is cool if you've ever seen is, Ashton's paintings. Yeah. Like, to watch him do that is like is awesome. It's cool. It's really cool. Uh, but they had 16 different artists. Mm-hmm. So Ashton and Evan were each one of the artists, but they had 14 other artists. And so you could go watch it, and then they, they are now permanently placed uh, behind the T.T. Wentworth yeah. downtown Pensacola. But So that's one thing. So as an artist, they came up with the idea, and they found a not-for-profit partner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to uh, see it through and they applied for a grant from the Fufu Fest committee, yep. which is, you know, under ACE uh, and received some funding to help support that yeah. program to put together the cubes. And, and all that sounds like a lot, but I know for a fact that they did it within like two weeks or a week and a half. It did, it's, it's not, you guys walk, yep. help people th- to get through the process. So it's yep. not like you just flying blind. Uh, correct. Now we, we don't help put together their programs. Right. So they have, they've got to do all those logistics. Right. But, but you can answer questions on, like, how do I get to the grant or where do I – yes. yeah. Yeah, so it's foofoofest.com. Or you can go to ACE – actually go to acepensacola.org, and we have two different – when you land on that page, there's two different sides. So if you're um, looking to get involved with FufuFest, on the right side it says FufuFest, and there's a grant mm-hmm. program. There's a calendar of events and, you know, things like – where our meetings, right. where and when our meetings are going to be held, and find out information and contact information, so you can find out how to do that. Right, because uh, it's its own. It's for those that don't know. It's its own entity. It's it's standalone from ACE. It's sort of. It's a program. <laughs> it's, right. a, it's a program of ACE, uh, and we've set up. We've kind of split our website. Right. So that it's not confusing. So we've got. Yeah. ACE has general operating grants, a mini grant, and a general operating grant for tax exempt, not for profit or arts and cultural mm-hmm. organizations. 
and then Fufu Fest does programs, and you can be arts and cultural organization or you don't, as long as it's arts, culture, culinary, sports, inter- you know, other types yeah. of entertainment uh, that you know are things that we're doing during Fufu Fest. So, do you see <clears throat> any other? two-week block of time picked out throughout the year to become something foo-foo too or you know Um, is there any has there been any talk about just like this would be really cool during this time of year if we did this you know are there any other legs to this uh not at this point we haven't thought about that you don't Um, have any time left to do it anyway do you i'm gonna get fired my dad's gonna fire me if i don't get back to work uh because this is all volunteer for me right um we have uh you know we think that that's a good event we've got and then we're going to go for December through May and mm-hmm. just promote all of the other arts and cultural things. We're promoting the area as an arts and cultural destination. Yeah, very cool. And so there's all of those things that are already going on. That's what we kind of created this. We used a lot of established arts and cultural right. programs during November to create this festival and use those things as bookends. Yeah. So the Great Gulf Coast Arts Festival, Frank Brown's Songwriter, International Songwriters yep. Festival, the Blue Angels Air Show, those were the bookends. Those were great established events that we really had no... Uh, yeah, we have, you're guilty by association. Yeah, we didn't do anything to, to get help them with success. We, yeah. we sort of leveraged their success to create this time frame, uh, and there were a lot of other things. The symphony also had a program every single year during that week, uh, a performance. And so we sort of backfilled it with other things, Yeah, um, and it's working really well. And then we want to just market the area for the rest of the year as a cultural destination. Leverage the assets, man. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, between the University of West Florida and Pensacola State College and all the arts and cultural organizations, all the churches who do cultural programs, I mean, you name it. Yeah, we want them to open their doors during the day. Uh, I think it's really weird, and I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I think (laughs) it's really weird that all the churches have their doors locked. I just do. I've grown up in a time... Where cities, and I mean big cities, New York, London, St. Louis, the churches were unlocked. And for those of us that like that kind of artwork, which I do, it's it's a church. It should be unlocked, man. I just, I don't get that. And then maybe that's me just, I'm starting it. This, this is not the opinion shared in the room or whatever, but I just, I found that odd. I found it quite odd because there's a lot of really cool art in churches, whether it's the stained that's glass or the people. architecture. and it, Yeah. Exactly. A lot of great so, people that run those churches. So for those that hear this and may know or have answers, you find me. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Open um, your doors. That's it. Uh, because you could you could do some tours, right? I mean, you could do. People want to go see that. I know when I go to New Orleans, I love stopping at all the churches there because it's just neat. Yeah, they're cool. So um, we're getting to the end of time, though. We talked way longer than I thought we were going to. No, I thought I was here for like 15 minutes. <laughs> um, but before we go, let's give them the website information again. And, so uh, we've got three websites. Yeah. AcePensacola.org is our main, uh, really, website for information. Mm-hmm. Then you can go to FufuFest.com right now. It's probably just a landing page waiting for us to find out what the programs are. And then we build it out like a calendar. Uh, so you can check out each one of the specific yeah. things. And that's FufuFest.com. And then we now have created vacationartfully.com, and that one will be the one that sort of looks like FufuFest's website, but it's all about the stuff, uh, all these other programs that we're talking about that are just ongoing programs, arts and cultural community. Which is cool, man. Thanks for coming by hanging out, dude. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I support you 100%. Guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our webpage at Pensacola.com. 
businessradio.us. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.